back at Benzinga, April 2023, Miami, Florida. Make sure I know where I'm at this time. And we are pleased to introduce you to a couple new companies that I'm getting to know just now here. Actually, we know a little bit, a little bit about each other from before, but I'm getting to know them better here on the podcast so that you can know what I know uh, and network with me here at Benzinga. And Benzinga is filled with all kinds of cool, fascinating folk. Your host, Dimitri Downing, and I'm pleased to enjoy. And what we'll do is we'll break it down. Uh, we'll introduce the three of you. You can talk a little about your history, how you got involved in the cannabis industry, and then we'll get to your project now, your company now, dive into those uh, details a little bit further. But let's start over my end here. We have Rich Campbell. How you doing? Doing good, doing good. Uh, Rich Campbell, uh, CEO of Kenoja Technologies, uh, Kenoja Tech. Uh, reason we got into the cannabis industry is to um, build solutions that provide transparency. To you know, get your mic a little closer. Transpired, transparency to the industry, um, meaning license verification, as well as um, license adjudication uh, platforms. Um, both for the private sector and for the public sector. Oh, hey, cool. And and what were you doing prior to the cannabis industry? Or you, how, how did you navigate your way? Because everybody has an interesting way. Well, always interested in the cannabis industry for a long time. Uh, myself and my partner, um, we were looking at buying a fully integrated operator in the Colorado area. Okay. And during our due diligence phase, we found that there were a lot of holes and um, and pillars that weren't being satisfied in the industry itself. So what we did was take a step back and said, how can we better serve this industry and help this industry grow, help this industry stabilize? <laughs> so we took a step back and decided to pivot back into our natural um, careers, which Smart was in man. data and technology. So um, my partner being an architect, uh, cloud engineer, cloud architect, and myself um, doing everything from project management to uh, service delivery and IT world, working for some of the uh, big four organizations, we decided to kind of flip back and start building products to help the industry grow. Excellent. What year was that? This was uh, 1980, oh, 1980. Ooh. 2017. Okay. 2017. 2017. And you guys have been growing the, uh, the company that you're with and started exactly. in, in 2017. And we're going to get into the company and what it does in a, in a second here and the technology and all that. But let's go ahead and introduce Tyler as well. Yeah, so Tyler Campbell. Um, you know, By any it. chance, are you related to Rich? I am related to Rich. I, this yeah. is my dad. That's your dad? <laughs> yeah. Cool. yeah. Your, your dad ages well like me. And hey, look, like, like Fawani. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> how, how, how old are you? Uh, 53. You look good. Thank you. you Thank good. you. I Thank look you. good, too. You do? Yeah, I'm 50. You look good. Yeah, right? Yeah. Right. I thought you were like 45. No, no, no. Just tell the ladies I'm 25. Okay. <laughs> Rich, 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 back to you. Sorry. Oh, no. So, uh, yeah, got into the, the industry after the pivot. Uh, from, you know, buying the the fully, you know, cultivation grow uh, dispensary out in Colorado. Um, after we pivoted over to the technology side, uh, have a little bit of background as a consultant in the fintech space. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, really jumped in around 2019 or so and been, uh, you know, running ever since. I love that. And where, where are you guys based out of, like, physically? Like you said, Colorado, you're looking at Colorado. Where are you guys from? Uh, we were based in Atlanta. Um, we have marketing in France, uh, development in India, compliancy in Illinois, and then Tyler doing some data work and a little bit of um, COO type type of work out of Chicago. And you're, you're physically based in Chicago? No, no, no. I'm sorry. Sh Charlotte. Sh Charlotte. Did Charlotte. I say Chicago? You did. Charlotte. You did. Charlotte. 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 Yeah. Why did you say Chicago? I, you know, I have no idea. No I'm, think I'm thinking Benzinga. I'm thinking Benzinga, Chicago right now. Uh, That's what I'm thinking. No, Benzinga, you, Chicago. 
You're thinking where the Democratic National Convention is going to be held next year. <laughs> and it's going to be in Chicago. Is it? Oh, yeah. well, I know like, something I'm, I'm, myself. I, I, I watched it. It was on the news today. I don't know. I saw that. I think somebody was complaining about it because a lot of crime or something. I don't know. Whatever. That's not important. Okay, so you're in Chicago. Where are you based? Um, I'm in, out of Atlanta. You're out of Atlanta. Yeah. Okay, cool. So we haven't done, taken a deep dive into your... Kenoja, how do you say? Kenoja, you, you got Kenoja it perfect. Kenoja Technologies. We're going to get a deep dive into what it does, what what the differentiators are, why it's the best in its space, et cetera, in here in a second. But first, I want to introduce my man, Rocco, who I haven't seen since a Zoom call like two years during COVID, right? Yeah, it was during COVID. Yeah, I during, think that's one of the reasons why you, why you started doing Zoom weight, right? I don't know. Mostly because I have nothing better to do. All right. But it was during COVID. <laughs> yeah. No, it was during COVID. We, we all got introduced to Zoom during in COVID. In April, right. yes, yes. And hopefully there never will be a COVID reaction like there was in public policy again. Again. But again. And we I'll, don't have enough time to talk about We don't that. have enough time to talk about that. I'm sorry. I get a little political, Rocco. I think you know that. Yeah. I'm a hardcore libertarian, not a fan of the government. No one in this cannabis industry who saw prohibition, uh, you know, I was a prosecutor too. I saw the government discretion. It's not COVID policy. I've seen way too much to trust the government. So, anyways, that's that's COVID policy. We don't need to talk about that. Uh, but you know, Rocco, Rocco, I love the name. It makes me feel like I named need to after listen, my grandfather. Bobbing, weaving, right? You know, yeah, let's get yeah. go to the gym. Stick, stick and move. Stick Let, and let's move. go to the gym and find a guy named beat up named Rocco, <laughs> or just fight. You know, because yeah, yeah. he's the toughest guy in the gym. You know, <laughs> so I love it. So, Rocco, tell us a little bit about how you got into cannabis and where you're from. All right. Well, I'm I'm uh, currently I uh, was born and raised in Pennsylvania. Uh, spent uh, a career in automotive components manufacturing, so I was all around the Northeast and Midwest, and made it back to Pennsylvania, where uh, where I went to college, State College, of Pennsylvania, Penn State grad, chemical engineering, 1982, and uh, tell the story that I spent four years trying to get out of that town, 25 trying to get back, <laughs> I finally made it. So uh, after uh, being dedicated to automotive components manufacturing, which is really where I got my foundation for risk management i went into uh i started a uh, fractional executive firm and awesome. did uh fractional executive stints for about 10 years and stumbled across truly stumbled across the, uh, a cannabis opportunity and uh, i was recruited by uh a couple of uh, founders to create uh, a risk management association and risk management platform around cannabis awesome. and uh new cannabis could benefit from risk management because of it being an emerging market and again also knew just uh, you know a whole lot about risk management because in automotive components it's like second base right you don't play the game without them, so and what year was that that was in uh, 2018 2018 right yeah. so so we developed and launched uh, NCRMA which was the National Cannabis Risk Management Association uh, we then followed up with uh, what was then a for-profit company, NCRPS. And uh, yesterday, we uh, debuted our new brand, which is Impact. Awesome. Impact. Because we're here to make an impact on the cannabis industry. And, you know, the risk management moniker really didn't fit us as well anymore. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of confusion around risk management, particularly in cannabis. Uh, a lot of people didn't understand totally what risk management was about. I can see that. Some people think it's compliance. Some people think it's insurance. Some right. people think it's a combination. We think it's all of the above. Exactly. But what impact is about is organizational health. Right. And there's no confusion. Right. There's right. no confusion around organizational health. And I just said it in my uh, session a little bit earlier where we talk about uh, 
you know, cannabis business is minimizing risk and increasing operational efficiency. People don't like to hear it, but we're in a fixed cost market. Yeah. We are in a fixed cost market. And in a fixed cost market, you're not going to increase your profitability on the revenue line. There's only one other, one other source. Operational. And that's your cost. Line. Yeah. Yep. So it's about driving out operational inefficiencies, healing the self-inflicted wounds that uh, we have control over, and, you know, restoring some level of profitability to cannabis because without it, sustainability is gone. It's going to be hard, especially with the capital reduced and yep. capital sure. is being raised in the next well, couple and, of years. And it's so. tied to cap. I mean, nobody's going to invest in an industry that's not profitable. Of course. Yeah. Agree. Agree. What, uh, so, I mean, you had 2018 to 20. So you had like four or five years in cannabis before yeah. you pivoted to impact. What, uh, what lessons did you, uh, did you learn what knowledge you acquired? That that's great. I, I love when people like get into cannabis and cannabis 1.0 was NCRMA. Yep. Right. And then now this is like your 2.0. Well, this is yeah the rebrand of 2.0. But the the real lesson that we learned, and again, you know, we've been building our toolbox ever since day one. Mm -hmm. We have a, a nice set of proprietary tools that includes uh, an assessment tool that includes uh, an, an academy that has right now 42 virtual courses, runs on its own learning management system. Wow. And, uh, you know, those are those are things that we continued to build while the industry, and what, what we really learned is how to talk to the industry. Yeah. And, again, how to make them understand that, you know, we're not, we're not punitive. We're here right. to help. Right. I have no punitive authority. <clears throat> I go into a customer. I want to make them better. Right. And we have a great tool platform now that allows us to do that. Thinking about all the entrepreneurs I've met since 2012, license holders, cannabis industry professionals, owners, etc., and uh, yeah, um, uh, the the difficulty in getting through to them about some of these concepts because they're not, you know, they're coming into a world that doesn't have traditional uh, services, you know, and they're trying to learn everything and they don't know stuff as simple as so like risk management and stuff. So. It's, yeah, it's a challenge, you know, particularly early on when you could effectively set your price, right? Yeah. I mean, for the most part. I mean, I worked in automotive components one time uh, around a company that had some really great proprietary technology around a material system. And I mean, the customer used to send us the purchase order and we'd put the price on it. Right. Wow. Pretty easy to be profitable. And I'm not saying cannabis was, was, was yeah. you know, that, that broad. But again, with where we are today... Price increases are a thing of the past. It's yeah. really time to start attacking. We have a lot more line. entries into that into the yeah. space. Com and competition, you get competition, you got brand competition, competition, quality competition, more more, more more product on the on the shelves, more and, product being grown. And then so. the whole imbalance of supply that comes from right. the interstate process. Right, right. State yeah. regulation is, is <coughs> well, very I mean, difficult. No interstate commerce. Right. Yeah. The, the entire and that's a regulatory challenge that blows people's minds because they get right into the campus industry like thirty seven medical regulatory markets. Intrastate, twenty some odd adult use markets, intrastate. Well, that's unusual. There's no interstate. This. What can we do interstate? What can your company? What part of your company operate across state lines? And then you know, so you you have these models that people aren't familiar with, and then you throw on there the licensing complications and the licensing compliance. It's a lot for the you know industry professionals to come in and, and conquer. Uh, we've learned a lot about you and, and what your company does. I want to go back to Kenocha. 
technologies because we haven't talked about what that is mm -hmm. and exactly what it offers to the out there to the world right so typically what we offer right now are two different products <laughs> um, one to the public side one to the private private industry on the private industry let's start there is Kenoja verify it's a tool that just does license verification and we do it at scale using um, our, some of our proprietary technology as well as some AI which basically brings all of those disjointed states that you're talking about, the 37 states, brings it into one database or data lake, as we like to call it, and normalizes that data and provides that, provides that information back out to its particular clients, being B2B, insurance, banking. And they use the information to make business decisions based on who they do business with. Take example, LeafLink <laughs> would use our product to make sure the buyer and the seller has a valid license at the time of the transaction because the licenses change all the time. And you right. can't keep up with that with human eyes. You have to have some sort of technology to be able to go out and ingest that data at lightning speed, at scale, and catch all the deltas at any given time. So do you guys like, uh, and, and, and the, before the ask, what, what is the public one? The, uh, the public one is a license adjudication um, process that we sell to the authorities. And what this does is okay. build, builds in transparency to the application process. Meaning if I'm a supply, you know, putting an application to become some sort of operator right. and I can look at my application throughout the process as they're looking at my standard operating procedures, as they're looking at where, my, where I'm suggesting I'm going to put my real estate, um, your management team. And we score each one of those levels to determine a scoring for your application. And now the authority can set these levels, levels and say, well, you know what? He scored a 75. We're not going to give him a license. But the applicant can then go back and look at that process and say, where did I score low? What do I need to do in my business model to, to ensure the next time I apply that I'm going to get a license because everything could be great except for yeah. your sta standard there, operating if procedures. There is a next time. If there is a next time, but but then it also gives them. It, 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 they may reapply. You just you just don't know. But it does build. Uh -huh. it. it doesn't go into a black box, and all of a sudden these are the people that got awarded. Try, yeah, some jurisdictions then they do go back and revisit that stuff, and, and you can stuff. revisit it, and it allows yeah. you, to, and you can score it, and they can they set the levels. We don't set the levels. We don't set the risk. They go in on our back end, they set those levels, and as the applications come in through our system, they get scored. So and, that, and that's a great just no, assume, but that's no. a great compliment because we we bit the bullet and decided to do the same thing with our assessment tool. Mm -hmm. It's scored. Right. Yeah. And we individually score over four hundred different points and aggregate them into different areas then for for addressing and corrective action. But it boils right down to a primary fundamental discipline of business. Yeah. And that's what gets measured gets done. Gets measured and yep. gets done. Exactly. So how do you guys verify licenses? I mean, like, you know, just you say you have Florida licenses mm -hmm. and somebody wants to verify. How do you get that? Uh, you just get it from the state? Is that well, if you want to do it, if you want to do it one one at a time. No, no, just, no. You but you guys, you guys oh, get yeah. it from the state? We, you we database have, it? Or yeah, we, have, we, we have our AI and our proprietary tech that goes out yeah. to each one of the states and a few of the countries and actually brings all of that data into our data lake. We didn't right. take that data normalize that data so that way now it looks the same across the entire industry and then we present that data back either through a front-end GUI or um, an exposed API that we provide um, our um, enterprise clients. My proprietary, proprietary data is called Rita. <laughs> collects data. Yeah, it's called Rita. FOIA <laughs> yes. uh, and other things. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, because it is difficult to get uh, cooperation from state jurisdiction sometimes 
And the licensing changes. Um, say you want to do some cross-market analysis, you can do that with our tool. You can run a custom queries. You can, um, you know, again, ingest using an exposed API. So now you can build your software solution around going out and grabbing this data. So you're onboarding clients, for example, if you're a B2B platform. During the onboarding process, you check to see if they have a valid license. Mm -hmm. If they do, you onboard them. If they don't, you kick them out the system. Now, once you're onboarded, what you can do is now I can check your license, you know, anytime I feel like it. And even without the, the checking aspect, I mean, if for some reason uh, license status were to change, you know, go from active to being expired or active to inactive or suspended, whatever the case may be, you know, there's a built in notification system as well. So, um, you know, you're getting those updates in, in real time. So okay. who, are your, who are your customers? Uh, like we, ha we have a few we can't name, but one of what, our one what of markets. Our, what oh, markets? Uh, dispensaries, retailers. No, actually, they're ERP, B two B like platforms like LeafLink, or okay. um, we have some ERP companies who are building now for their particular internal clients a way for them to buy and sell within their own network, and they still need to check those licenses. So we we have banks that want to ensure that their um, depositors are staying current with their licensing. So yeah. they'll use the platform as well, not to do ingestion at scale, but they'll use the front end platform in order to just check check their license status. So you guys operate in all the states? Every, we operate all over the world. So you could tell me right now uh, a valid license in Ohio. Yep. So you have, can you also tell me who owns it? I could. I could tell you who owns the license. Right. Could you collect that data as yep. well? Not just a I don't know what the state, if the state yeah. doesn't release who owns it, you I mean, If it that. doesn't release it, then we, you know, we can't grab that. But there's <clears throat> Freedom of Information Act, so you can get a lot of that information if you right. need to. Yeah, so I haven't, I have, I've collected what I've needed to over the years, mm -hmm. but I've never collected the whole thing. Okay. <clears throat> but as we do Media USA, we don't just want all the license holders. We want everything from a bud tender with a dream to an owner with an extra exactly. strategy, all the licensees. Now, we, license have, we, we, have, card that, we have that data as well because just we, we adjust a lot. We ingest a lot. We just don't present everything back. Right. So when we get to the point where we're building those particular products mm. around the bud tenders, around the, the doctors that are that are licensed to um, do these things, we'll, we'll eventually yeah. have products that will service that. What do you and, charge for your service? Um, it varies um, because we're a data company. Any data that for us. Any data that leaves the building, we, we pretty much charge a, a, a per yeah. record pool because it's leaving our building. However, it's a really inexpensive product yeah. because we understand the industry mm -hmm. and, and the finances in the industry. So for like a premium, we charge $99 a month plus whatever records you pull. Well, our our, uh, Wait, our risk cool. assessment tool is, is SaaS-based tool. So yeah. I, I love the open API. Yeah, yeah. Because it's just, you know, it's... It's efficiency. It's right? efficiency. Yeah. It's efficiency. It's efficiency. Are are we are we are we charging me ninety nine dollars a month plus whatever I pull, or are we like kind of some sort of special deal? It depends. <laughs> I might be able to get you a coupon. <laughs> I ha I have I how ha big how big of a coupon? <laughs> yeah, it means that big. <laughs> we, we we have a pretty good reach, and we're always trying to reach more. And our goal is just to help people, right? Just, we just want to educate people. Well, we can we can talk. You know, it's not we like can definitely talk. We can definitely. It's not talk. like we're trying to change the world. We're just trying to you know help people get by one day at a time. Yeah, stabilize. Uh, Meta is is based around that meat unshackled. 
mm-hmm. is the podcast that helps us communicate and meet more people like like May over there. Right. She's hanging out, waving back. Yeah. It's part of our fan club. You're part of your fan club. Yeah, throw something at you. We pay her to hang out and wave. There you go. There, wave. there you yeah. go. <laughs> so I'll, give you, I'll give you a discount on her. I'm just kidding. No, no, no. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. That was a bad one. My mind, my mind, my mind, my mind should stay in the right place. Stay in the right place. Focus. Um, okay. <laughs> so, so yeah, we got to talk how to work together because we're building yeah, out Media USA, and our goal is to work more with the brands. And brands have to have licenses, right? And uh, we want to make sure that every brand out there, and I haven't exactly figured out how to do this, except through some of the databases that are out there, like mm-hmm. LeafLinks or Weed Maps or some of these other strategic partners who have a broad reach. We want to make sure we work with the licensed brands of the cannabis industry to promote them as members and to promote their interests. That's kind of where Media USA is going. Awesome. So we can definitely work together. So definitely. Who definitely. should reach out to you guys? Uh, what kind of clients? What kind of customers? What's your What's your goal? Uh, well, I mean, our, our goal is is to drive <laughs> operational inefficiencies out of the cannabis supply chain. But uh, our, our our customers are cannabis suppliers, uh, companies directly in the cannabis vertical. Insurance companies, banks, M&A firms, law firms, accounting firms. I like that. And Mita. And Mita. <laughs> yes. Sounds like we could supply some information for you well, guys as I well. I mean, particularly with an open API because yeah. uh, your your competition isn't as generous, I should say. So. Oh, they're not. They're not. They're not because they're trying to get paid now. Yeah. We're trying to stabilize the industry. Yeah, you know, it's 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 it's, I'm on my soapbox again, but it's a theory of abundance, right? How big, you know, you 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 instead of arguing about, I'm listening. No, he 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 was he was talking about. I I was Eric was doesn't matter. Okay, yeah, theory of abundance. So so let me start over. Theory of abundance. Theory of abundance. Before you argue about how many pieces you're going to split the pie up into. You got to decide how big you're going to make the, the pie. pie. And right now, we're all about making that the pie, pie bigger. Right. There's no competition in cannabis. There right. shouldn't be. Shouldn't be. Because there's an unserved market. Right. You shouldn't have competition until you have a fully served market. Yeah. Agreed. You know what I realized? There's so many pies out there. There's so many people eating pies that you just kind of move around the cannabis industry. Enough crumbs fall that you can just eat and live well the rest of your life. And that's been my journey for the last 10 years. I haven't worked in 10 years. I made more money in the last 10 years than I did the previous 15 years. It didn't work. What you doing Three now? Three times as much. This is just fun. This fun? This is all volunteer. This is We lose money on this. We are, are losing money today. Unless you guys want to sponsor it, we won't lose money. But you don't have to. We're, you're on we here can talk anyways. about that, too. There's no pay to play here. <laughs> we just want good knowledge and information to get out there. Awesome. But check it out. This is one thing I learned in the cannabis industry. Alexander the Great used to say this. When I die, take me from my bed line up all my wealth between here and my grave put me in a casket and let my hands sit out openly so people can see there's nothing in them as you take me to my grave remember you entered you leave as you entered with nothing in your hands ashes to ashes so i took that and i realized clearly i'm wiser more intelligent more experienced than alexander the great so how can i evolve that quote how can i take that to the next level what Alexander the Great didn't realize was the journey between life and death. If you focus on not having to worry about putting anything in your hands at all, you're as light as the day you were born the entire time, and then you die. So he missed out by obsessing with a few things, his, his greatness, his legacy. If you just live with the mindset of carrying nothing in your hands at all, 
the same way you were born, the same way you would die, your whole life load is lighter. That's just me. So what's it about, hey, boys? So <laughs> it's about making an impact. Making right. an impact. <laughs> sorry, sorry. That's all right. Uh, no, no, well, no, but you know, I'm just I'm just throwing that out there. And then there's crumbs falling everywhere in this industry. So people like me get by just fine. But I broker deals for a living. If you want to buy and sell licenses, call me. That's it's <laughs> that's an easy route to make it. Limited licensing. It's the oh, big yeah. the big untold story of the last ten years of cannabis. That's how everybody has made the most money. Is right. buying and flipping these licenses yes, on exactly. spec. Exactly. So, exactly. but but it, but but it's an abomination. Limited licensing, licensing caps should be killed. Even though that's how I made my living, it's just wrong. Right. It's just it's just human. It's a line wrong. from Don Corleone. <clears throat> oh yeah. Abomination. A little, leave it to Rocco. Somebody, somebody tells me if we had a few drinks with Rocco. Everything I learned about business, I learned from the Godfather. Yeah, exactly. and the hey, now, what's your favorite quote? I, I bet he can do some good Godfather. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't, I don't have a favorite quote. but uh, Michael, I never wanted it to be you, Michael. All right. So we got to wrap up. We appreciate Kenoja for coming on board. We appreciate Impact for coming on board. We dropped the best way to get a hold of you guys, right? We share that? Uh, www.kenojatech.com. Um, hit our site. We're there. www.ncrps.com. We look forward to your success. We look forward to partnering with you. Uh, keep track of your success. We'll see you at different conferences and different places. You're always invited to be part of Mita. And thank you for joining us on Meet on Shackle. Thanks, Thanks for the opportunity.